Required me. Yeah, essentially. Yes, that's essentially the, the the episode. It was all about how Beverly was going to disappear because everyone was forgetting her name. I can't believe that Coco ripped off Star Trek. <laughs> classic, classic fucking Pixar. I keep telling and you, like, and, oh man, and it's it's like it's like the same too because it's like. Oh, uh, Wesley thinks, um, what's his name, Jack? This is his dad, and he goes, oh, this is my dad, and it turns out it was Picard all along. Told you. Just like in Coco. Oh, shit, that's I huge spoilers for Coco. Fucking telling you guys. <laughs> Only that Picard is arguably the more famous and, you know, the far, the, the far larger celebrity. Yeah, but you want it that way. You don't want it the other way around. You know, you know, you want, Picard's the good guy. Like his dad is from a long line of criminals, so yeah. But I mean, the good guy in well, I mean, continued spoilers for Coco, but the good guy turned out to be a huge dick. Well, he wasn't a dick. I mean, he wh- why was he a dick in Coco? Because he was a murderer. Yeah. Oh, he murder- you, oh, you mean oh, you mean the the <laughs> the musician? I thought you meant yeah. you meant the the guy, just the like the guy who just hangs out. The no, in our analogy, the, the difference between our analogies is that Picard is like the celebrity dad who turns out to still be good. Okay. okay. Unlike the, the the Coco celebrity dad, which you know turned out to be a huge dick. Okay. Okay. So that's. So this, so this is the better version of Coco. Yes. Because And there's our there's our review of Coco, everyone. Thank <laughs> you for listening. This has also, been UB Coco. <laughs> also Please uh, remember us. <laughs> also, uh Coco is a much, much better movie than Encanto, even though people like to compare them a lot, which is very odd to me. Because they're both Latino, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You, but you're but both, you, you you both are Latino. <laughs> <laughs> i'm very latino now yeah. i am i am i've been local. called mijo you know by people sure yeah i mean yeah. If, if you've dealt with a older uh his you know uh latin yeah, latin yeah lady, know. it's cheating it's uh it's, mijo. <laughs> it's like it's like um it's like a like saying dude Dude, yeah. like you, you use dude for a lady. For ombre. Uh, like, I know, young, I know that old, despite young. being like a, a Coreano, soy chino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, Even though you're Korean, you're ch- you're actually Chinese. Yeah. I mean, you're Korean by way of China. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like if you trace it back, we, we kind of are. <laughs> Like hey, most, hey, hey. it's like it's like um like like all uh, Latin Americans are um are Mexican. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like you know, like most Koreans. That's why Kanto and Coco are the same whites, movie. I, like all whites are drunk Irish folk. <laughs> <laughs> they're all variations of being drunk yeah. and Irish. Yeah. yeah. Or all variations of Miles O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, there was there once was a time where Irish were like the 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 second class citizen, you know. Yeah, yeah. Where they were the out. ones, you know, being <laughs> people were being racist toward, and then well, well, and Mexico they had, there's they a, had there's to a, dumb it down even more. There's a lot of uh, redhead uh, Mexicans because a lot of Irish folk. We're like, fuck, this place is really fucking, they're shitting on us, dude. So they went to Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Mexico, Mexico's like general immigration history is actually fascinating. So I just learned today that the Baja like fish taco was actually invented by Japanese immigrants. Here we go, dude. You're taking it away from Mexicans, dude. Thanks a lot, Marvin. <laughs> now Koreans, <laughs> Koreans invented fucking tacos. What's dude. funny is that we can't Marvin told thing, me that dude. earlier today, and I made that exact joke at him. <laughs> <laughs> I told, I told him the actually Koreans. The actually it. Koreans did it somehow. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, just for context, everyone, Koreans claim they invented everything. Uh, <laughs> they 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 lay claim to many things that are dubious, yes. depending on who well, you talk to. Yes, and it turns out that it's just everyone did everything, kind of. <laughs> you can't really lay claim to one thing that specifically because everyone 
has similar ideas. Yeah, but fish tacos are ours. It's it's like <laughs> it's like yeah. It's like like anything like anything you did as a kid that you remember that was like you you could have gone to the East Coast and been like, hey, have you heard of this Richard Gear thing? And then someone go, is a gerbil thing? And no matter where you were, they, you'd be like, how did it get over here? How did that 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 stupid urban legend get all the way over here? <laughs> or every every school had kids drawing the S. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. still it's still a thing today. Yeah, yeah. it's still I guarantee to the it. point where I was watching an episode of Smiling Friends and it's graffiti on the wall in Smiling Friends. I'm like, yeah. it's still there. Yeah, well, like, people. I mean, still in do Smiling it. Friends, it's not that surprising because the people making the show should be around our age. Right, right, but it's just very like it's it's. However, it's, I can confirm that the S like l- has existed long after like our tenure in in, in public S. schools. Yeah. That's why like mass conspiracies I don't believe in because it's like if someone comes <laughs> up with something on the East Coast, it, it'll it'll be here like in three months. You know, like it it doesn't <laughs> nothing stays a secret or like local. It's it's mm-hmm. just like that's why when they're like when someone's like, oh man, nine eleven inside job. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't think so, buddy. <laughs> Immediately, somebody would have been like, dude, that was me, dude. You know, somebody would have laid claim to it, even though it's a horrible, horrible fucking thing that happened. Somebody would have been like laid claim to it and then it would have spread. Uh, no one, unless you live in Alaska, because like when I visited Alaska with Sarah, like everything is like seven years behind in Alaska. Well, like, like the type of music they listen to, blockbusters. So you're saying they're into, they're really, they're, they're like in their kid, kid rock phase right now. Yeah, they're still into Kid they just Rock. Discovered Kid Rock. There's like Wait, oh, seven years ago is Kid Rock. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, nah, it's like twenty years ago. I don't know. <laughs> well, it would have been actually seven years ago. Like, uh, uh, I don't know. Coco, Coco. <laughs> actually, kind of right. Coco Almost. No, no. Yeah, Coco is like Coco, 2017. Coco was like two years ago. Two, three years. Two, two years. No, Coco is like 2017, which means it was five years ago. It's half oh, a boy. decade. And now ago. the Koreans invented fucking Coco, dude. Coco is just so for Korea, Korea. Yeah. Speaking. Speak, speak. <laughs> <laughs> speak, speaking of of uh, of Koreans, <laughs> express VPN. The Korean. <laughs> ever wanted to feel like a real Korean? Yeah. <laughs> ever, ever wanted the genuine Wait, Korean like save authentic it. feeling save it for the actual ad? God damn it! <laughs> save it. All right, let's, let's 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 get into it. If you couldn't tell, we watched Remember Me. This also, uh, Sarah's not here again this week. She's still on vacation. If we if Traveling. we if we forget her, With she'll her never family. come back. She'll never come back. <laughs> she'll, never, her. she'll never come back. She's trapped in the warp bubble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go, Sarah. Who? And Dan's like, I've never heard of her. I've never heard of her. <laughs> There's always been three she, people. She, on this she lives. She lives in this house. No, hey, Marvin. Not, why do you keep talking about know. a girl named Sarah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is this your Canadian girlfriend? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> if people didn't know, it's literally. Uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, oh, it, it, it can get even better because it's like no, no, she's she, she's it, it, no, she's not from like because we go to Canada, right? It's like where's your Canadian girlfriend? No, she moved to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's but she's, she's really from Trinidad, yeah. you know. <laughs> like you know, it's like. <laughs> Sure, Marvin. Sure, sure. sure. She's everywhere. She's yeah. everywhere. You can, it's hard sure. to track the, her down. The, the Koreans brought her over. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! Uh, dude. Fuck. Uh, we watched. We watched. Remember me this which week, aired. which aired <laughs> on October twenty second of nineteen ninety ten. Let's fly around the sun. The purpose of this trip around the sun is to find out what was happening around that time. Okay. <laughs> so, um, it's pretty much all movie stuff that I found. Um, on the 19th of October, a remake of George Romero's Night of the Living Dead released in theaters. It was directed by Tom Savini, and people mm. didn't really like it. <laughs> there was also released a thriller comedy film written and directed by Larry Cohen called The Ambulance. It starred James Earl Jones, Eric Roberts, and Megan Gallagher. 
And it's about an aspiring comic book artist who meets a lady who collapses and gets rushed to the hospital by ambulance, only to later discover that the lady never made it to the hospital. And that lady's roommate also ends up getting picked up by the same ambulance. Ooh, so the thing that's supposed to save you is actually have to kill you. Yeah. Wait. And then, scary. and then, just last, just, and this, just this year, just this year, Michael Bay remade it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's the exact. Yeah, exactly. exact it's same thing is shot for shot remake. It's about an ambulance that just can't stop killing. Is that yeah, the plot yeah. of this movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, the, it, it's the ambulance. The ambulance it was supposed to be a thriller comedy. comedy. I'm not quite sure what was so funny about it. <laughs> it's super funny when ambulances kill people. Well, anyway, <laughs> I, I do bring up this movie in particular for a specific reason. It's because it was um, it featured what I believe to be the first on-screen film cameo for a certain someone. Oh. Oh, for who? Any guesses? Is it Louis Gossett Jr.? Well, I give you a hint. The main character is an aspiring comic book artist. Wait, I, the, the, I don't know. As a baby, who is it? that means Stan Lee had his very first film on film cameo. Oh, in this movie. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. Like he he had like appeared in TV stuff and other things before, so it's not like he was like completely unknown. But as far as films go, I believe this is the first time. Wait, wait. So, so wait. So, so this is it, is he Stan Lee in the movie? Yes. Okay. So, but and he dies. What? In the wait? Sorry. I guess I just don't understand the plot of ambulance. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, 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 I'm not saying that the ambulance was sentient and out killing people, but um, it is the, the premise was that the ambulance, you know, picks up people and makes them disappear, and what? Uh, it's. Well, you know, like, it's a kidnapping. It's a, what? The ambulance, instead of taking you to the hospital, just kidnaps you. Oh, okay. So it's a, it's it's not supernatural. No, it's, no. Okay. I kept thinking this is some sort of supernatural ambulance. Cause well, actually, it's not like I watched the movie, so maybe it was. Someone <laughs> out there might be able to correct me. I have no idea. Okay. Um, so yeah, it was the first on-screen film cameo for Stan Lee. And uh-huh. the last thing I had was that there was one more film that premiered very, 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 uh, exclusively in Washington, D.C. ahead of its wide release, oh. Dances with Wolves, oh. directed by and starring Kevin Costner, who played a Union Army lieutenant who befriends a native Navi and shows them the true meaning <laughs> of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yes. Hell yeah. That's a trip around the sun, everybody. Oh, all right. Welcome back to 2022, where everything's way better. <laughs> everything's super great here. We're definitely not dealing with three pandemics at once. <laughs> and well, afraid to not, touch Maybe things. not every single one's a pandemic yet. But Epidemics level, you know. Two, two are in the worrying stage. <laughs> <laughs> That's and that's that's already pretty not great. We'll cross that bridge when we're falling on it. We'll cross yeah, that dude. bridge as as soon as the government decides to spend any time worrying about it. <laughs> don't uh, you don't worry. It's all right. Yeah. Li- plus, we, we plus, just watch Star look, Trek. It's look, fine. When the shit's a fan, we'll blame the Koreans. <laughs> the Koreans would be like, "See, we did See, it. We invented it. <laughs> we invented the scapegoat." Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's hit these sponsors, huh? ExpressVPN. Look, now we have you ever talk wanted about- to feel like you are actually in Korea? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what ExpressVPN. You don't feel exactly like you're in Korea the moment you connect to that Seoul server. You'll be like, holy shit, look at all this traffic and how clean all these streets are. And that's- Finally, I have soul. <laughs> uh, listen, you shouldn't be raw dogging the internet. And if you are, shame on you. But if you want to be responsible, you can get a good VPN like ExpressVPN. And the great part of ExpressVPN is that it works on pretty much every device you can think of. It's got thousands of servers across the entire world. And it's super secure, like governments could not ha- like hack into it and figure out the activity logs and whatnot. Because guess what? ExpressVPN doesn't keep track of any of that shit. Everyone's anonymous. So if you want that quality of VPN for yourself, you can head on over to expressvpn.com slash newbiestartrek. And if you sign up for 12 months, you can get an extra three months for free, which means the entire deal is 49% off. Only $6.67 a month, which is a pretty great deal for a VPN 
of that quality. And if you're not satisfied for whatever reason, because I, I don't know what that would be, but if you're not satisfied, there's always a 30-day money-back guarantee, so you don't have to make a full commitment if you don't want to. So again, it's expressvpn.com slash Trek. You sign up for 12 months, you get another three months for free. 49% savings. Pretty dang good deal. That's almost 50. Oh, it's all, it's, it's almost, it's right there, but they could, you know, they don't want to give you full ownership, full, full stock. Yeah. You <laughs> could, you could almost say that's half off, but then you'd say that's false advertising. <laughs> so uh, we can't, but it's yeah. almost there. So mm. it might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> get on these new buzzwords. <laughs> Micro jerkeries are the wave of the future. Yeah. Get jerked. Mm, you know who was also the wave of the future? Ricardo, could you please tell us what happened in this episode? Oh, boy. This is quite an episode, if you know what I mean. It is quite an episode. It is. Do you remember what happened? <laughs> no. I just want to preface, the episode, this was actually supposed to be a subplot in Family. What? Think about that. How? (laughs) What? That was the original conception of this script. It was supposed to be one of the subplots. So imagine Picard just hanging out at Chateau Picard, drinking wine, you know, just learning his feelings. Meanwhile, Beverly has disappeared. (laughs) Or I think the actual crusher plot of that episode turned out to be, I found the little hollow tape and I'm giving it to Wesley, right? Yeah, I think that replaced this. Yeah, that replaced the, the... but how would this affect? Ooh, that's weird. It is yeah. very weird. <laughs> I want to see that version of the episode, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Just well, try. Yeah, yeah. Lay it on me, 1990. <laughs> Lay it on me. Damn it. Need an alternate timeline. Wesley, um, do one of your stupid experiments. <laughs> Again, the Wesley almost killed everybody. <laughs> yeah. We I said this, this in the again. Discord chat. We're all in, but. I was like, this entire episode is another goddamn it Wesley episode where. Yeah, just- <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's essentially what it boils down to. Although, on the other hand, it's also like a, oh, Wesley's reunited with his long lost love yeah. episode. <laughs> Which almost wasn't yeah. a plot point. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the Traveler was a late addition to the script because they were like, oh, I don't know, quite know how to edit this. Ah, let's bring the Traveler back. You know how many like all powerful beings they have in their in their coat pocket that they yeah. could just whip out at any time to solve a plot hole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can bring back that guy who lives on the planet by himself. Yeah, they could bring back Rick Astley, they could bring back uh, Geico <laughs> Gecko, they could bring back Crystalline Entity, they could bring yeah. back any number of people. Q like Q, all these, yeah, yeah, Q yeah. alone. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because uh Michael Pillar, who's the producer of the show, has this like really long explanation for like Oh, like, yeah, we brought the traveler back because we were like, you know, we're going to try to tie the whole thing in together. And, you know, it's like an emotional moment and blah, blah, blah. Right. And the director, Cliff Bull, he just comments, oh, they added him because he's big at the conventions. He was just a walk on. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. He clearly wasn't happy about it. That's how, how, that's how, funny. How, what do you mean he's big in the conventions? Like people are like the traveler. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I think people were cosplaying as the traveler a lot. Because I guess oh. he was a popular character for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he looks like a lumpier version of Lurch who travels around with Luxana. Yeah, he's not particularly memorable looking to me. Yeah, he's at not all. super striking visually. He so, also has like the like the, the clump hands. Yeah. The, the the clumpy finger hands. Like Yeah, I could I could do without the traveler ever showing up again, but yeah, here we too. are. Me too. So <laughs> um, wait, that's a baking term, isn't it? When you get too much flour in your hand, what's it called? Oh, you get club hand. Oh, you it's get, called um, club hand? Yeah, Coca- club hand. Cocaine yeah. hands. <laughs> Yeah. You're yeah. breading your chicken yeah. tenders of cocaine. <laughs> it's, it's, called, it's, it's called you got scar faced. That's actually a fascinating idea. I want a YouTube cooking channel to like take the risk to just tr- yeah, just and just try, try making cocaine breaded something, you know, and see what it's like. You know, uh, is you it like amazing? die because it's a lot of cocaine, dude. <laughs> You're underestimating the amount of cocaine. <laughs> Yeah, you put a horse down with that. But then that you fry it, right? So the frying kind of like lowers it the like efficacy. Cook away the the, the, the effectiveness high? of cocaine. I don't think so, guys. <laughs> if anything, it makes it stronger. It's like weaponizes it, tur- it, turns it into crack. <laughs> Substance abusers out there, 
write us and let us know. Yeah. Have you ever tried breading your chicken tenders with cocaine? Have you ever tried cocaine? Um, (laughs) Also, if you're already a substance abuser, for the love of God, please don't try that now. (laughs) No, please. Well, you don't have to be a substance abuser to try cocaine. Mm -mm. You know? Mm -hmm. Uh, That's true. It's true. But you You probably have have more spirits, like knowing how it'll feel. You have to have high spirits uh, to try cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) You have to to be... um, a certain producer in a certain trailer house. Um, <laughs> to like, oh, we're getting dangerously close I know, <laughs> to I know. the truth. I know. <laughs> um, all right. So in this episode, this episode is both the best episode and the worst all wrapped into one. Yes. We yes. almost had, I thought they, they were just for a split second. I thought, Oh my God, this is how they get rid of Wesley, dude. They just, they just, <laughs> he, I thought, I thought <laughs> Will Wheaton went to college or something. And, and then they're like, he, he needs to be written off. He wants to go to Harvard. We gotta find a way shit. to get this kid off of the fucking yeah. show. And then bring him back maybe later. And they're like, got it. Fucking timey, wimey fucking wormhole, dude. <laughs> timey, uh, wimey. Yeah. <laughs> And Thanos snapped at some point, and yeah, way yeah. goes. So uh, this is so. First of all, let's get this out of the way. Was it her, was it her wish that made everybody le- go away? So I don't basically, think it's necessarily her wish. It's just like the thought of people leaving your life happened to be on her mind as the warp bubble was created around her, and she was sucked yeah. into it. And her thoughts basically manifested a version of reality where people are disappearing. Which is really Although that weird. is, oh, yeah, that that's like a super off the deep end interpretation of that anxiety to yeah, the point well, where it yeah. becomes less about the like lamenting or regretting that you didn't get to spend more time with them, which is what like Quaints or what was his name? Quace? Dan Quayle. Dan Quayle. Dan yeah, Quayle. Dan Quayle's, yeah. <laughs> what he was like talking to Beverly about, you know, that caused her to create this reality. Yeah. <laughs> he was talking about the regrets. No, he yeah, was when like, she su- manif- suddenly my wife disappeared and no one would explain to me. Yeah, she like if he- <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's no. more of like, a, that's more of a dementia thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like Dr. if he had Quace, a story like never that. Had then- a wife. <laughs> well, that's, oh, well, but then that's kind of what the rest of the episode feels like. That that's why yeah. really. for a while I thought the old man's wife was still alive and he had just gone to Warpole as well, like, or she had gotten sucked into Warpole. Uh, for a while I was like, oh, she's probably just spelling potatoes and then like she got sucked out into like chalkboard. <laughs> the Dank Whale thing. <laughs> um, so this guy shows up, this old man, Dank Whale, and Beverly's all over this guy. Oh, I, yeah. I look, I don't want to make any speculations, but this guy's a pervert and he, he <laughs> might have groomed beverly when they were you know mm. in in university right doesn't it feel like that like it's just a little too weird he's one of the, he's like that pervy professor who was yeah just like, you want to come into my office hours well yeah. remember how that guy uh came on board with the like potential first officer to replace Riker? Yes. oh that was like overtly pervy yeah. I yes. feel like this is a this is kind of that. This is like yeah. subtext. That was just overt text. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. So so this Dan Quayle shows up and he's got a little thing in his in his hand, which I thought was a gizmo. I thought he had like a like a weapon of mass destruction that caused it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he never says what's in it. He's like, Oh my belongings are in the suitcase, but he didn't say what's in it. Like he didn't say like ah, oh okay. my space oh. bombs in it, you know? Oh, I accidentally brought on the thing that causes time to get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I bought that thing from fucking from Tenet. That makes fucking time go backwards. So anyway, so the people disappearing machine. Yeah. <laughs> so he does this thing that that uh, people of certain generations do. That I'm like, why are we doing this? Is that he <laughs> he he he's talking to her. He just gave her a hug and he's holding onto her waist while he's talking. Yeah, to her. yeah. I, I don't know who came up with that. And but I don't like it. Maybe it's just because I, I don't <laughs> like people touching me, or I don't yeah. like touching people. I think I think as people have gotten, you know, newer generations, it's like we should like avoid touching so much. You know what I mean? Like, well, like the remember- newest generations will absolutely touch less. Yeah. Yes. Well, no. Like- well, it might change because because it's it's going to turn around. I mean, it goes the other way. Maybe, mm, like, maybe. Remember, okay. So remember that. Uh, I'm not gonna name any names, but Koreans? our last. Well, <laughs> God damn it, Marvin! <laughs> Give him a break, dude. <laughs> the, our, our last job, we worked together. Uh, there's that producer initials SS. If yeah, you, you know who I'm talking. Wow, that yeah. makes him sound like he's Nazi. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, he, you know, 
once I was in the elevator with him and he started talking to me and he like grabbed my shoulder as he talked to me face to face. And I was like, don't do that. (laughs) Like, but he's like in his fifties and I guess like, Oh, he was in his fifties at the time. Now he's got to be like seventies, eighties now. (laughs) (laughs) It's been 30 years. It's been 30 years. We worked together. Um, uh, well, his, his he's a time displacement onto himself. He, yeah, he's yeah. aging. He's reverse. He's from the 1920s, and yeah. he ended up here somehow. I yeah. told I t- I've I've told you that before. I, I have a I have a theory that he's a time traveler. Um, I <laughs> think he's one of those people. for fucking off. Um, <laughs> I suspect. <laughs> or he's one of those people who was like frozen, cryogenically frozen, and then was defro- successful defrosting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, like not names, but, we're not naming any names, but like that—that that was his trademark. Was that he would say a thing in advance, yeah. and then he, he would he so it'd be a really he, he'd say something or do something really dickish. But he would, yeah. he would preface it by, I'll thank you in advance when he asks you to do something stupid. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, like, I remember once it was just like, oh, I'll thank you in advance to, to the, like an intern. Like, oh, I'll thank you in advance for getting these transcripts done by the end of the day. And then, uh, like, at the end of the day, the, in- the, the transcripts weren't done. And, like, yeah, it's because, like, she's not a native English speaker. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, yeah. just, she that's was just an obnoxious way of talking. <laughs> she had a lot of trouble finishing it as a result. Like, I mean, yeah. she speaks English, but it's not like her first language. So yeah. it took her a little while. Like, also, don't slack. don't think in advance. Just think like the regular, regular, yeah, be a person. regular kind. Yeah, <laughs> the regular human kind. <laughs> I hate the thank you in advance. Like, no, d- d- just fuck off, dude. Fuck off <laughs> in advance. <laughs> fuck uh, off in advance. <laughs> um. Yeah. So this old man, he's touching he's touching Beverly too much, and he's like, "Hey, oh man, it's good to see you again." I haven't held this waist in fucking ten years. Oh, oh no! Um, and he—he—he's—he's he's an old character actor. Immediately, I recognize him. He oh. is oh, fuck, not Wyatt. Uh, he is Gary's grandparents. Nope, Wyatt's grandparents in Weird Science. They—he they, oh, makes a cameo okay. in Weird Science, and in fact, he is in a bunch of uh, movies by John Hughes. He's in this. He's—he's he's in Uncle Buck. Uh, oh, okay. science home alone he makes he makes an appearance he's in a bunch of stuff um in home alone he's the husband of the lady that finally trades um Keth, Catherine o'hara kathleen o'hara yeah, um, yeah Catherine o'hara Catherine o'hara the, uh her tickets to go back and seek and get kevin before yeah oh, he's the one who okay. says oh she's already got earrings dangly yeah. ones and yeah yeah <laughs> he so bill he, Irwin he, is his name yeah yeah he must be like friends with john hughes because wow he he lived for 96 years holy yeah shit. yeah he he himself oh. was a time traveler uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, a regular time spanning time traveler mm-hmm. um so I immediately knew who he was, and I'm like, "Oh, this guy's this guy's up to no good." This old kooky guy, <laughs> and so they're walking down the hallway and they're talking about fucking things, and and then Beverly goes and, and does some stupid shit, and then um, <laughs> oh, she's like reminiscing about losing people or some bullshit, uh, losing her husband, and then she goes yeah. to see Wesley, and Wesley's like, "Oh boy," and and there's this whole bit with fucking um. Jordy and and Jordy's really mad at him. Yeah, he was like, yeah, God yeah, damn it! Really you, said this, you said this experiment was, was going to be fast. Like, put it back to normal, dude. And like, <laughs> what kind of person here? Here, uh, I'm going to rewind. What kind of captain? Now I'm going to shit on fucking Picard, dude. Yeah. Okay, this. First of all, what kind of <laughs> what kind of head of engineering says? Okay, the warp drive that powers the whole thing. That's the, the mm-hmm. meat and potatoes of this whole and thing. And if it goes wrong, the ship literally collapses in on itself. Yeah. In like a mini black hole. How? Or, or at best is just dead in space. Yeah. 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 No power, no nothing, no life support, nothing. How do we let a child still, he's, he's still a child. He's not 18. How do we let a child go? I'm going to, I'm going to take this for, and do an experiment on this thing. <laughs> oh, sure. No problem, dude. Oh yeah. That's, fucking privilege <laughs> it's like it's like uh can you like make like a small version of a warp engine yourself maybe it's like yeah you know it's like you know you don't let your son tinker with your car engine you say hey let's buy a used car and yeah you, yeah. you tinker with that yeah. or you buy a motorcycle you, you don't go hey um let me you don't go me. full scale right away yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't buy your your child a weapon of mass destruction and go hey can i tinker with this thing 
So he's tinkering with it and he creates this fucking stupid genie or something that this time traveling <laughs> genie that no one could see, but that reads Beverly's mind and, and realizes that she's what she's thinking at the moment is that everyone's disappearing in her life. So it sucks her in a weird like wormhole and people she's in a reality where everybody's disappearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes to visit Dan Quayle and they're going to go fucking pick potatoes or some bullshit. <laughs> and, and he, she goes to her room. I don't know what this is in reference to. <laughs> Dan Quayle. It wasn't Dan Quayle. The guy who spelled potatoes wrong is oh, the uh, politician. It was, he yeah. the pol- Oh, yeah. I thought that was like, I don't okay, remember if that was his gaff or not. That's but. not Bob Dole. Was it? No, Bob no, Dole. It's Dan no. Quayle, dude. Okay. Dan, Dan Quayle Dan. potatoes. I'll look it up. I'll look. Yeah, yeah, it's him. Yeah, Dan it's Quayle him, pota- dude. He's a potato man. <laughs> <laughs> Remember potato. that used to be able to c- completely destroy a career just by yeah. spelling a name, or like a, a word wrong. Remember Howard when the guy- Dean is my yes, is my yes. like top example. Yeah, yeah. Dean yeah. Howard. Howard Dean is my top example of that. Where it's like, remember all it took was to tank your entire campaign. He just got a little loud one time. He just got a little excited. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, he was like. <laughs> Yeah, and they're literally like this piece of shit, dude. Fucking that's yelling not my all president. Loud. Yeah, that's not my president. <laughs> not, ah, I can't but, have a beer with that guy. Yeah. But <laughs> the same guy, the same people, same lifetime. Mm. They're like this guy. Eats his well done steak with fucking ketchup, and they're like, "Sign me up, dude! Sign me up, dude!" Oh, this, this, this the guy, same guy. This guy can't read. This guy can't read, and they're like, "Sign me up! Sign me up, dude!" As long as we don't get that fucking yelling guy, fuck him. <laughs> the same guy when uh, for a White House banquet orders McDonald's for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a hell yeah. That's America's food. Just as long as no one's yelling, dude, in the White House, I don't give a shit, dude. Um, you know he. The reason why he eats so much McDonald's, this is talking about Trump. The reason why he ate so many, not ate, like he's still eating tons of McDonald's. Is, <laughs> he didn't it, give it up, dude. Yeah, you he's like, that he's up, like, ah, I'm not the leader of the free world. I should, I should give like, up McDonald's. <laughs> he still does, but he used to too. Apparently, it's because he's afraid of food poisoning. <laughs> I remember hearing and, that before, and that's why he eats so much McDonald's. He's like but, high cholesterol, not a thing. But food poisoning, <laughs> I'm afraid to fucking have diarrhea. <laughs> What's Look, wrong with this? No butthole? one is more trustworthy yeah. than clowns. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Clowns don't um, poison you. The clown didn't make my burger. I that's not the clown's it. style. They don't poison <laughs> nobody. But but uh, real talk, as I know, we're joking around. But the hamburger was really secretly the hero of this whole thing because he was trying <laughs> to keep high fructose corn syrup and mm-hmm. Th- mm-hmm. food that would give you cholesterol trying to keep mm-hmm. it away from kids by stealing it mm-hmm. and we fucking judged them we were like yeah. fuck this burglar he was just helping kids out dude yeah decades um, later the the you know joe biden has pardoned him yeah because, yeah. yeah thankfully <laughs> thankfully <laughs> like he was the martyr who offered himself yeah yeah he's like he's like i'll get the fucking i'll get the diabetes i'll be the martyr I'll, yes yeah, i'll he, be Amber the guy. died for our sins basically <laughs> yeah he's he's fast food jesus <laughs> the hamburger's fast food Jesus, dude. He's and crucified on the golden arches. <laughs> the goddamn fuck are we talking about? God. People that are just listening to this, they're like that they're like, oh, I heard this is a really good podcast about Star Trek. <laughs> and they're like Fast Food Jesus. Like, like, yeah, the they skip forward. Food? They skip forward to a section. And they're like, Hamburglar? Wow, I didn't know the Hamburglar was in this episode. <laughs> yeah, Shit. Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. oh, he's now fast food Jesus. What, what is it? What's going on in this podcast? <laughs> By the way, if you if this is your first episode and you're easily offended, this is too fucking late. We're in the <laughs> so no apologies on this side. So Beverly goes to look for Dan Quayle. They're going to go eat mm-hmm. some quail. And uh, they're, and she's like, uh, Dan Quayle? And then, and then she... She doesn't call out his name. She doesn't go. She beeps twice, I think. And mm-hmm. then she's go, hmm. And she puts her ear to the door. And she doesn't think, maybe this old man who just lost his wife is trying to masturbate. I'm going to fucking yell out. <laughs> Dan Quayle. sleeping. Yeah. Dan Quayle, are you <laughs> okay? in the shower or whatever. Yeah. yeah. She just says. She just arrived. It. A lot of people yeah. shower us right after a flight. Yeah. She just goes in, dude. Who knows? She, just, she fucking just, puts in the, the override to just walk yeah, into his fucking yeah. apartment. Yeah. And he walks in and he's not there. And then she's like, what the fuck? She's like, computer, where's Dan Quayle? And the computer's like, uh, no one, no one here by that name, brah. And mm-hmm. she's like, what the fuck? And then so she calls over Worf and Worf's like, 
what's going on? And he's like, Dan Quayle's gone. And she, and he's like, who the fuck's Dan Quayle? <laughs> he's, like, Dan he's like, he's like the vice president, Dan Quayle, the old man, my, my, my friend <laughs> with the weapon of mass destruction. And he's like, here? And he's like, fuck you. The computer doesn't listen to women. Let me talk to the computer. <laughs> computer. <laughs> Let me try the same command you just tried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's Dan Quayle? And and then too real though. Yeah, yeah. 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 It feels that way. And the shitty thing is, I do that to people on the regular. And the worst part is that works. Well, sometimes because you're doing IT work, and if you're doing doing IT stuff, people often just did it wrong. Hey, you know what (laughs) IT work often is? It's teaching people how they are using their like work software incorrectly. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. a lot of time it's like you've never used this correctly ever before. Here's how to actually use it. Human error. Accounts for a lot, yeah. unfortunately. For from for a few years now, what I've been doing, if I put in an IT ticket at work, is I say, "Hey, I need you to come in and look at it so it starts working." Because as soon as you come in and look at it, whatever's <laughs> wrong with it, it'll start working. Oh yeah, so I'm one of those guys. Yeah. yeah, I am one of those guys. Yeah. Um. So I preface it by like, I I just need your eyes to look at this for it to start working. Um. It's probably nothing. Um. So anyway, Worf goes to the captain's like, "Hey, this Dan Quill guy's missing." And a bunch of potatoes are missing. What's going on? <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean? And he's like, there's no record of Dan Quill being here. All the potatoes he brought on board. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we've never been a potato uh, ship. Oh, my God. O'Brien's going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and, and He's like, and, not again. Yeah. And <laughs> the famines. Like, Picard's like, well, who, who, who zapped him in? And the potatoes. Then he's like, Miles O'Brien. He commented on the potatoes. That was oh, delicious. Oh, shit. And they go to Miles O'Brien. And they're all, hey, do you remember this potato farmer guy? And he's like, who? And he's like, Dan Quayle. He's like, no, Dan Quayle, you came. He's like, I remember Beverly came in, looked at the thing, looked at the the transport, and said, ah, see you later, big old bro. See you later. No potatoes here. See you later. Potatoes here. See you later. (laughs) Sorry to bother you. And and he's like, no. And then stupid Beverly. I'm going to say stupid Beverly because instead of going like, well, that's odd. Like that's three things that are gone wrong. Instead of looking inward, she immediately looks outward and goes, there's something wrong with Miles O'Brien's brain. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Why would she do That's so, so worldly insulting. Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, she's basically the Beverly's entire thought process is, am I wrong? No, it's the children who are wrong for the whole episode. She well, turns I mean, out to be right. Yeah, uh, yeah she, I mean, she does <laughs> turn out to be right. Like she is yeah. right the whole time. I know, but it's just funny. And, and there is a moment where she is like having a lot of self doubt. She's like, "I'm probably crazy." But to be fair, that's why I really like Picard throughout this whole episode because I feel like he is playing it as fairly as he possibly can given oh, yeah. the scenario oh, yeah. he's in. Mm-hmm. That's actually like so. Joking aside, I think this is actually like the first time Beverly has actually had good characterization in the episode not just as her own character but in relation to how all the other crew members treat her because sure, I'll agree with that because it's really clear they all very much care about her and want to believe her and are giving her the entire benefit of the doubt and they all want to make sure she gets what she needs and i think that's actually like pretty nice to see in a story like this cuz the story could very easily have just been the entire time Beverly, you're fucking crazy. Get the fuck out of here. But like at every yeah, it turn. it could have just been like, hey, she's mad. Put her in the brig or whatever. And then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's just confined to her sick bay. You know, like she's going crazy. But everyone genuinely keeps trying to help her, which I think is like, oh, that's cool. Like it's it's not one of those but bullshit. But granted, this was, like, these aren't real members of the crew doing this. It's her own interpretations of the crew. Right, so, right, right, yeah. right. So how much do they really love her? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, Ricardo's cat is try jumped on his desk, and my cat's trying to jump on my desk. Oh my goodness! God damn you, cats! Yeah, <laughs> ruining podcasts across the country, <laughs> and live streams, and newscasts, and classrooms, and oh, there he is. All right, there we go. Um, so then, um, she's like, oh, I got to get Miles O'Brien checked out because he's got to be fucking crazy. And so, <laughs> but but like you said, Picard's like, ah, oh, fuck it, uh, you're right. And then so people keep disappearing. And then she's like, she's like, where's my staff? And she's like, you've never had a staff. She's yeah. like, yeah, but so I'm supposed to be the only doctor for like thousands of, 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 uh, of passengers. And she's like, Ugh. we only have 200. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, I wanted somebody to go, you keep killing them. So what does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, we've learned to never send them to you because yeah, yeah. it only makes the situation worse. You're basically yeah. here is like, 
like a like a legacy hire. You're not supposed to really <laughs> yeah, be here. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn unions, we can't fire you. <laughs> <laughs> can't get rid of you, so we yeah. just never increase your benefits and you just yeah. stay around. So. You're just here, you know. <laughs> yeah. Taking up somebody's position that could be, you know, doing your work. Yeah. But all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God damn it, dude. I'm pro union, by the way. Uh <laughs> You're literally um, in a union. I'm literally in a union. So um, people suspect it's Wesley, but like they kind of, they're like, well, it could be, maybe not. And immediately I'm like, it's a Wesley, dude. Fucking kill him and see if the town goes away. <laughs> He's like the head vampire. As soon as he kills yeah, us, yeah, yeah, yes. all, all rogue Everybody comes war back. bubbles yeah, disappear and he comes right back. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're like, they're like, oh, fucking, who knows what's going on here? And he's like, well, the bubble was, was local. Like, how come people are all over the ship are, are, are fucking getting, like, sucked? It is a cool the, twist that, like, yeah. you realize that the thing, because there's, like, a scene where, like, the poltergeist portal basically tries to suck yeah. Beverly in. Yes, yes. And she resists it, and it turns out, no, these are their, like attempts to save her. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's a really cool twist. And then, you know, you realize, oh, it is indeed. Uh, Wesley having fucked everything up. Of course, and it's classic just, Wesley. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so he, she goes to the car and is like, "Hey, we got to go back because we got to figure this thing out. Like, like it's getting crazy." And he's like, "Fuck it, we're going back." Yeah. He actually is like, "You know yeah. what? Let's do it. Let's go." He's back. like, "Who cares? Let's go back." <laughs> and then the the poltergeist tries to suck her out, her soul out, and then she tells everybody, <laughs> and they're like, "There's nothing. There's nothing that happened. Like, there's no weird energy shift. Nothing." Nothing. And um, Data does, then Worf disappears, and, and they're like, you know, the, the, the tall guy, the, mm. the only black dude here besides Jordy. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they're like, what do you mean? No, Jordy's like, I've always been the only black person on this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then eventually she goes to see um, her son, and she's like, and he's investigating, and she's like, you gotta fucking do this. And she's there kind of to like not. Like to keep an eye on him so he won't disappear, basically. Yeah, because she's And then she, tur- she turns around and fuck, he's gone. And, and fucking the audience is happy. They're like, finally, our wish <laughs> came true. Uh, he's been sucked into a different portal. Hallelujah. Thoughts and prayers do work. Um, <laughs> and, and then. But sad. But yeah. <laughs> damn it. No, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they so, never do. Uh, although, so, literally, in this episode, they do. Yes, yeah, that's true. how the, that's how the episode literally yeah. results. They should have they should have ended it with a Leonard Cohen song, Hallelujah, <laughs> Hallelujah, and then <laughs> Beverly comes <laughs> getting she gets sucked in, Just and then um, Be- uh, Wesley's gone, and then she goes to the bridge, and everybody's gone except Picard. <laughs> just sitting by himself like a dumbass in this gigantic room it's great and and she's and he's like oh where's the rest of the crew she's like uh what are you talking about just just play on me and you and the ship that's it yeah just uh we're we're the plot of passengers yeah we're just just, just hanging out he should have been naked yeah 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 it's he's like what do you mean why are your clothes on (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's very silly um and 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 she's she's about to tell him she's like picard before you go i was saying to tell you and he and she didn't tell him like wesley's your son and then boom he this is like the third time this is all yeah, that happened. made me go just oh fuck you at, the, at God, the how many screen. times is that gonna happen in this fucking show <laughs> like, yeah, yeah yeah she's like I, every season she goes i have something to tell you yeah. the only time it didn't happen in a season is because she wasn't in that season but yeah. basically it happens every season it's lame and, and so she's alone and she's like computer let's go find the traveler he's gonna help us and at the same time they they had her they had her call the traveler and then you realize that they're in a different, you know, like what is it? Universe, uh, multiverse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah. And the traveler's there uh, to help Wesley. Shows up out of nowhere, and he's like, "Just fucking teleport, Wesley." In. He's like, "Wesley, use the Schwartz." And <laughs> <laughs> I heard that you were being especially privileged again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, with with his fucking hot dog fingers and he's like he's like he's like he's like wesley you, you forget your, the instruments oh god this is where feel uh, it this feel is it where the episode body. goes very downhill as soon yeah. as the traveler shows up and it everything turns was cool into- until the traveler shows up and he, he's all come on baby it's all in the hips it's all in the hips <laughs> like whenever he tries to describe or explain anything it's like you're making everything so much worse yeah. you're just 
You know, the weird part, though, is that like, you know, there's a scene right before Wesley's like, well, you know, I I tried the equations with that, like, you know, this, that the doctor guy. And there was someone who was known as the traveler. It's like, what do you mean someone who was known as the traveler? You all met him. Yeah. You you had an affair with him, Wesley. What are you talking about? Why? I'm just like genuinely curious as to why he referred to it that way. Why didn't he go? Remember the time the traveler was here? Why did he I talk think about it? The writer was just afraid to reference it as though it was something that the audience happened to miss. But, <laughs> but he could have like, just it's literally, like, I think, like Roddenberry writing, like kind of made that happen. He could have, but that you could literally just gone. Remember a few years ago when the traveler was here? No, yeah. No. Remember we had to change. The different, remember, remember, remember when we had to move the traveler to a different church because it kept touching people. Uh, <laughs> Oh, damn it, dude. Ricardo, you're gonna get canceled. Oh, dude. No. Um, Remember when he got moved to an alternate universe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead and, of sense, like instead of you know reprimanding him, they just keep moving universes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, and he, he keeps fucking There's getting infinite. Close, he keeps getting close to Wesley, getting close to Wesley, and going, uh, "You have to feel it, dude." It's the it's first not, thing he does is go yeah. up to him and start touching him, yeah. like immediately. It's kind of weird, like. Yeah. And, and so and so space and everything starts fucking disappearing like she's going to visit the traveler and she's like let's go warp nine and then they're like what's well, gonna take like fucking 100 days and she's like well i got nothing but time dude i'm gonna get drunk and uh just enjoy the 100 days without wesley family yeah. <laughs> that would have been great to see honestly we're just like, like she's just going crazy yeah yeah it's, and it's she's, like yeah, yeah yeah it's like it's like um it's like that movie with tom hanks it's called wilson yeah wilson uh, that's what it's wilson. called yeah. Wilson. It's called Wilson. It's called yeah. Wilson. The movie. It's uh, <laughs> he's like, where's Tim? Um, she starts Tim growing Allen. a huge beard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it's and like, like it, it, it's, it's called the, Volleyball well, Island. <laughs> yeah. Well, really, it's really The Martian. The movie, The Martian. Mm, where she's alone. Much better. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like The Martian. Ah. Different strokes, different strokes. Better, better than this fucking traveler guy. <laughs> yeah, um, mean, yeah. So then they, they're trying to get uh, Beverly back and you realize like, oh, they're in an alter universe and they only have a few more tries and she might get stuck over there. So that 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 stunt where she's being sucked. Yeah. Uh, sideways. <laughs> you can't say that, dude. Not yeah. In this political yeah. climate. Yeah. But she, she, she is being a sucked. Uh, that, that was, she did all her own stunts actually for the episode, which is pretty neat. Oh, including sick. the including the sideways thing. After they did the, the one where she's sideways and she like drops to the floor, yeah. I think the next day she realized she's pregnant. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, so, I mean, everything pregnant. turned out well. I mean, I think she just got pregnant, but I think everything turned out fine anyway. Um, okay, but Gates McFadden, so long as it was like yeah. we just discovered that you're six months pregnant. <laughs> You know how yeah. you noticed how you've been getting really round in your belly, <laughs> yeah. and um, and then and then um, so they're gonna try one more time. They have one more try, one more chance to try, and and the traveler's with Wesley, and he's like he's Sherpa dude, his emotional and body Sherpa. Yeah, it gets he's really like, forcey, which is really like, stupid. Like, like, I hate this. Yeah, he's I don't like, like how forcey it is. Close your eyes, dude. Feel it, dude. Use the Schwartz. Look um, past the numbers. Yeah, he's he's like he's like, but I lost my ring, and he's like, it's not about the ring, dude. The Schwartz <laughs> is in you. <clears throat> and and it, it space starts collapsing within Beverly's universe, and she's like, oh fuck, and she's fucking running, dude, down the hallway. Everything's disappearing, which is a cool effect. And finally, uh, well, she's like understanding, like she actually managed. It's another cool part is that she actually managed to figure out kind of what's going on. I like, like how she uses the ship computer to kind of logic herself around. Yeah, she forces logic to explain everything. And it's like working. And it's actually that part of the entire part of the episode where Beverly's trapped is neat. It's yeah. just as soon as this traveler shows, although it is really funny, the part where he's like, close your eyes and start pushing the buttons. If you look closely, there's lots of shots because Will Wheaton can't see what he's doing. So he's pushing <laughs> buttons, but he keeps <laughs> missing the console entirely. So he's like pushing. Well, like- those are the secret inputs that actually get things done. <laughs> yeah. Just, he's just touching the table. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> cool. he's like, shit. Uh, you simple fool. Like, you know nothing. Yeah. He's he Jordy's like, see Those how are the he, secret moves. You see how that feels, <laughs> you piece of shit, dude. Uh that's how I feel every day. But no, you you're privileged with your fucking white eyes, dude. Um <laughs> And so, so uh, he's touching, he's touching things. So again, Wesley's touching things. Yeah. And, uh, and so the, the things are is collapsing around her. And then Picard's like, he's like, he's like, I got to go to engineering and, and be with emotionally with Wesley, my son. 
and there's like a weird thing where like like even it's like the weird force thing like they become force ghosts <laughs> yeah it's really it, yeah and it's like they like for some reason there is a correlation between him doing the equations on the computer and his thoughts somehow yeah because of this and like this is like the most abstract the show has ever gotten and it's yeah it's very not star trekky you know what i mean like yeah, it's star wars yeah. that, yeah. there wasn't star enough wars. jargon to support this <laughs> isn't it funny <laughs> which is kind of rare you isn't know isn't it funny that after this the, the force ghost started appearing i don't know where dude coincidence <laughs> maybe not dude so she realizes like general. oh the, the only way to get out of here is through the 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 poltergeist so let's go back to the engineering so she she gets the engineering. She goes to the fucking wormhole, and fucking Wesley collapses to the floor, dude, because he's been using all his fucking chi to fucking <laughs> get his mom back, and 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 he collapses to the floor, and and fucking Picard immediately runs, and I think, oh, she's gonna pick, he's gonna pick him up, and yeah. he goes past no, Wesley, he's like, fuck him, he's like, <laughs> fuck the child, and he goes and picks up Beverly, and he's like, Beverly, my love. I thought I lost you forever. They look like they're that. about to kiss. Yeah. They, they end do. up just hugging. Yeah. And then and she, she hugs her fucking son for the first time in like 20 years or ever. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, your love brought me back. She didn't say that, but it feels like she should have said that. Yeah. It's and the like interstellar. Like, yeah. Your love was communicated across <laughs> yeah, the universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love is a constant variable. And <laughs> and, and uh, the traveler's there and he's looking at them awkwardly and it's like, ah, I wish I had a family, but all I have is my hot dog fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and boom goes the credits uh, everything's well they're they're docked at that fucking station again the fucking Tashi I'd say station the, I'd say the traveler's fingers are more like Hillshire farm sausages <laughs> yeah I they're guess cool. so they're, they're brought you know what they're like they're like <laughs> yeah, chicken they're, breasts they're chicken breasts they're kind, they're kind of sort of <laughs> yeah they're breaded chicken strips chicken fingers uh, they're, they're chicken breaded fingers. with cocaine yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah Um, this episode was half good and then half uh, stupid fucking for shit and le- then like things that like the i thought they were gonna pay off like the the old man where's the old man is he back did he, did he die is he gone they, they never tell us what will happen with the old man mm-hmm. um i want to know did he find his wife in an alternate universe what happened oh he's just back um, and he's sad did i mean he, he was just it, sleeping in his room the whole time did, did he commit suicide <laughs> by fucking eating too many fucking potatoes <laughs> he's like not uh, if o'brien had anything the, to say end, about it yeah, <laughs> yeah. At the end, Picard's like, there's 1,014 people on board, including Dalen. Oh, wait, now it's 1,013. Yeah, he's yeah. gone. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone now. Yeah, oh, he's gone. Oh, he really oh, should spend more time with him while he was alive. He, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> turns out, he, it turns out in the, his baggage, he had a machine that could make him into a potato. <laughs> and then Miles O'Brien ate him. <laughs> he couldn't resist. Couldn't resist, dude. Baked him up and everything. He's, he sees a tater, he's got to eat it. Yeah. Um, Anyway, this is a this is a solid seven and a half because half of it sucked ass, but half of it was really good, and I like the whole disappearing effect. I like that it was an alternate universe. I thought this could have been a really cool episode. It's good mystery, like, yeah. yeah. And like for a while, I thought like for a while, I thought it was a, a machine that the old man had brought in the in the in the suitcase, and then for a while, I thought for some reason, I thought they had all died. And then another another thing was I thought this was all a, a holodeck episode. There's a lot of like things going through my mind, and I thought I thought I had some good ideas, and it didn't pan out. So I'm gonna give it. You know what? I'm gonna lower it seven. I'm gonna give it seven. <laughs> yeah, I think they <laughs> think after my recap, I'm gonna give it a seven. <laughs> I think if they didn't have the stupid like traveler making Wesley learn about the Force ending and Fox explanation. Five. Yeah, by well, touching him. It was like he's a like, return of like the worst of season one because yeah. he went right back into his yeah. like, dude, you're special. You've only yeah. begun one last thing. For that, some reason, yeah. you're the only one who can understand how war fields work. Yeah. You're yeah. the only one that knows about multiverses, dude. I'm going to yeah. call you Doctor, Doctor Strange. Yeah, somehow only you know. And like, if it wasn't that, this would be like a nine out of 10 episode. Yeah. I think potentially because like he's, McFadden's actually quite good in it. He's like, mm-hmm. I, could, I could teach you a power that can make your dad come back. If you know what I mean? And he's like, oh, really? He's like, my real name is Palpatine. <laughs> He's like, really? He's like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Don't wear it out. Don't wear it out, man. <laughs> Just call me the traveler. Help yeah. He's like, you could bring back the dead. Well, yeah. my work here is done. Now to fuck off to my planet full of star destroyers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and chicken fingers. Yeah. So, I'm making all by myself or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> apparently, okay. Just as a quick, another quick Star Wars aside. So apparently he's <laughs> literally summoning them. 
It's apparently, it's apparently said in the script that he summons them. So like they're so they manifested. Were in the universe? I think he manifests them from the force somehow. Yeah, but from where? From other universes? Or are they ne- newly minted fucking starships? I, no, no, I think he like is creating them oh from the God, force. Dude. Just like how like he created Anakin. That's that's such an outrageous interpretation that I refuse to believe like that's their intent. I I I, I don't I'm not going to go in on that as though that's their intent. You, you without, could, yeah, do, dear, dear listeners, do do look into it. I could be super wrong from what, from what I have been told. Well, that's apparently. I mean, what was I'm like content to. I'm content to just think that they didn't fucking bother to have an explanation. I mean, that's, that's fine. That's also. I mean, they they also like barely explain why the emperor is that emperor because like, I think the official explanation is that the. Episodes one through six emperor is actually a clone. And this is actually the real original emperor. So like, so if they kill him, all the other emperors die like a vampire. Emperor. Sort of. Yeah. Kind of like, this like, like Pal- so Spider-Man didn't marry the real Palpatine. He married <laughs> yeah. a, a water, he married clone. an Aquam- Aquaman. Uh, yeah. The, <laughs> a hydro clone. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Uh, but yeah, but, but because of the stupid force thing, I'm going to give it a seven out of 10 as well. It's pretty, it's yeah. pretty lame. It, it really brings the episode down quite a bit. Um, I want, I want to know what happened to old man. I, 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 that, I don't care. I just want, <laughs> I don't give a shit about, <laughs> I don't give a shit about Quail. I just, I just <laughs> you want that. You're like, I don't give a shit about Dan Quail and his potatoes. I just, I yeah. just, I just don't like it. Star Trek is bad when it gets like spiritual or whatever, because it doesn't know what to do. I, <laughs> That's kind of true. Whenever it's it gets like, metaphysical, it's a little iffy. Yeah. Like mild spoilers. They do it, that type of thing a lot better in DS9, but okay. in TNG, it's done pretty poorly. Like I, I just think they didn't know what they're doing. Uh, and it's yeah, just so kinda, far. I can't think of any standout examples of it, like b- being pulled off. Well, <laughs> granted, I can't remember how many attempts there've been, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'll be the outlier here. I'll, I'll bump it up to a 7.5. Oh my God. My God. But only because, um, I don't know. This episode <laughs> played into <laughs> just for the hell what? of it. <laughs> you just, it's a seven point just for the hell of it. It's another 0.5. It just fuck it. <laughs> I, I actually did have something. Oh, okay. um, it played a little into like deep seated fears I have about losing, not being able to trust my memory. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, like the, you're not, you don't know you're having dementia sort of thing. Right. Right. And like the way people were acting with Beverly was so like believable and like, God, that's exactly what it would be like if, if and that happened. And thoughtful and helpful. Like, and, these are and, good people responding. Yeah, and, and it, like, it, it kind of, it struck a chord with me. Yeah. Um, but then it also made me realize in that same moment, it's like, well, this isn't the same thing at all as what Quaid was talking about. Or Quail. No, points. no. Dan Quaid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get your ass to Mars. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, okay. But yeah, right. that, 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 that'd be it for me. Oh, wait, no, no. Uh, one last thing. The best part of this episode is when the traveler and Wesley are like, or like just fading out in the engineering room together, like, like stupid idiots. Uh-huh. And Picard just slowly walks into frame. Yeah. And, and like looks at them, like, what the he just fuck looks back, are you like, guys doing? Yeah. yeah, he just looks like, like, he just glances at both of them and he's like, what the fuck is this? It's <laughs> <laughs> the best. This isn't this isn't any known science we know of. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there it is. An episode that could have been great, but was ruined by the traveler. And also Dang. kind of by Wesley, you know, doing all this th- this weird. This is way. also the episode that proved that Descartes was right. In what way? Because if you think you are. Oh. Oh, I think. Therefore I Star Trek. Cognito ergo sum. Oh my god. All right. Well, with that, thank you for listening, everybody, to another episode of Newbie Star Trek. If you've been liking what you've been hearing, maybe you can help us out. You know, give us a rating or a review, depending on where you're listening to this. If you're on Spotify, you can give us a a rating, actually. Uh, If you're on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict, you can give us a review. But, you know, it's only if you feel like it. You know, don't go out of your way. This is fine if you just happen to be on the app and you're like, whatever, go for it. Also, if you ever want to shoot us an email, you can always find us at contact at newbiestartrek.com. That's contact at newbiestartrek.com. 
www.thepodcastmarketingmonday.com. This week, we also have another letter from someone named A.A. Ron. It's a different A.A. Ron. You sure? Because I feel yes, like there's a third A.A. Ron that we've had at least. It, they were all different, actually. You sure? It's just, just A.A. Ron is, is different. Unless all they're right. creating like dummy accounts and different profile pictures and different last names somehow. All right. A.A. Ron's of the world. Rise up. Yeah. I, I bring it up because it's a very specific like explanation of something I noticed last week. And oh, so okay. the blinking tubes prop, remember? When, yes. Yes. Remember, I was like, oh, yeah, that was in the last Starfighter, too. Uh, well, I went and researched what I thought of, and it turned out to not be right. Um, TMNT2's TGRI, uh, TGRI lab did not have the same prop. It was a glowing tube that blinked, okay. that blinked, but it was red lights, and it was a different sequence and all that. It was it was different, but similar. Okay. Well, this prop actually showed up in a previous TNG episode, and I forgot to mention it. Oh. It was in data lore. When they go into Noonie and Sung's ah. abandoned laboratory, you also see these tubes. And oh. these tubes also show up one more time later in TNG. It also several times in other Star Trek shows later. Nice. <laughs> it just keeps being used again and again. But so Aaron very specifically says, hello, is this the blinking tube prop you were thinking about or talking about in the Suddenly Human episode? And he shows the mm-hmm. picture. These were available for rent from a company called Modern Props. They were originally built for the Incredible Hulk TV series. There's a YouTube video showing its many uses in movies. And the the YouTube uh, video is titled, The Most Important Device in the Universe, All Movie Appearances. And (laughs) it's in a lot of fucking movies. (laughs) Really? That's cool. Yeah. All right. so, So, like, our, like, vague familiarity with it isn't just happenstance. It might actually be based on something. Yes. And this video confirmed it was in The Last Starfighter. I, I, I think I only remembered it because the, the weird alien guy actually like touches it and pretends that he's doing something with it. But in reality, nothing's happening. <laughs> most important thing in the world. Yeah. The funny part is the very last clip in this YouTube video, it shows William Shatner playing some other movie. I don't know what movie he's in. He looked, but he's dressed like an army general and a soldier is examining this and he tells William Shatner, Oh, I don't know what this does, sir. It just seems like it's just a bunch of tubes that glow red. And then William Shatner's characters go, why would they spend all that money just to create glowing red tubes? Look more into it. And that's just how the scene ends. <laughs> uh, that's so, fascinating. I want to know more about I don't know scene. how meta that's supposed to be, considering <laughs> how many things, because it's apparently also in the original series. So, yeah, this is, this yeah, is like, no, not in the original, the original movies, the, the movies that were based on the original series, like the, the feature films. Okay. So, yeah, this thing has gotten around. I wonder if it still exists. Uh, it'd be a real shame if it didn't, because it seems like it's uh, quite an important piece of movie prop history. Well, if they were available for rent, I would imagine that there were, like, more than what you see on screen. Like, they yeah, probably had a bunch. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, if they had a bunch, why would it be constantly just this one, you know? You know well, I mean, like, they made several copies of the one. And just oh, you think to, so? Oh. Yeah, like, it's just a nondescript piece of blinking machinery that people can use in any way they like. So, they just like, yeah, I'll grab that. Oh, by the way, you know that weird chair Worf was sitting in? And we also discovered it's on Friends? Yeah. Yes. So, it turns out that's actually, like, a famous chair designer's chair. Hmm. So nice it's, fucking work, dude. <laughs> so, it's existed in lots of different things as well, but not because they rented it from the same company. Just because this guy just makes weird chairs. And if you want like a weird chair for like your show, they get it. Yeah, it's just guy. one of those things where it's like, <laughs> hey, some designer made this weird ass thing. And whenever we need something alien, we go to that. It's like the Geisel library. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, we need like hmm. a weird headquarters. Uh, you yeah, know, it's uh, like, you know, that weird diamond shaped library in UC San Diego. Yeah, Malcolm what? in the Middle needs to like parachute into a weird headquarters. Let's, uh, yeah, we let's need see. a weird compound for a dream and an inception. <laughs> <laughs> not my uh, chair, not my problem. <laughs> no, yes. it's not your library. <laughs> yeah, All right. Well, Aaron, thanks for that bit of trivia. It is reading out of f- books. <laughs> Fatalisk. <laughs> Uh, it's been fascinating. And also, if you've been liking what we've been doing so far, just, we do other things. If you head on over to FugitiveFrames.com, we have the Fugitive Frames film podcast there where we discuss movies and TV shows and randomly other things. And we also have the YouTube channel Fugitive Games, 
where, you know, we do let's plays of video games and sometimes we do other things of video games there. It's also a place where people where sometimes we stream. Sometimes we stream when we're bored. Sometimes we stream, sometimes we dream. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Also, in case you weren't aware, uh, Newbie Star Trek also has a YouTube channel. If you just look for Newbie Star Trek on YouTube, you will find it. That'll be important for reasons later if you... If you would for like right to now, it is a it is yet another place where you can watch all of the TikToks. Yes, yeah. right now it's a it's a it's a mirror for all the TikToks. But TikTok factory. But in a little bit, very soon, hopefully, it'll be a, a repository for other things as well. So you'll see soon. Neat. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the meantime, thanks for listening, everybody. It's been fantastic, Ricardo Dan. Thanks for joining this podcast yet again. Ha, you'll never stop get Trek used bullshit. to it. Yeah. <laughs> never again. Yep. Yep. Never. You're uh, alone next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one. I will remember no one. And yeah. therefore, I'll just do the podcast alone. Remember yeah, it's like, hey, it's, me. it's me, Marvin, my 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 one man newbie Star Trek podcast. <laughs> I have I'm, somehow seen it, though. Yeah. I'm somehow the newbie, despite having seen all. <laughs> It's never been a problem before, anyway. It's never been a problem before. Uh, next week, we're going to watch Legacy, which is, without any spoilers, an episode that I'm pretty sure Ricardo will be very invested in. Um, but okay. For reasons. That's vague enough, to, that's vague enough for me to like. Yeah, I, have, I, have a, I have a feeling he'll be very invested in this episode, but that's is there Legacy. A lady, is there a lady of three boobs? Um, maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe. I'm intrigued. Also, Sarah should be back by next week because uh, she's coming back a few days from the recording of this podcast. So yeah. And how invested would Sarah be in legacy? Yeah. Uh, I, I, <laughs> she, she probably has missed events that make this event more significant. So as we're watching, I'll probably have to be like, that's why this is important. <laughs> hey, so keep that newbie sp- experience alive. Yeah, so that'll be fine. That'll be fine. But yeah, until next time, stay safe, everybody. And we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Take care, y'all. Hoo-ah. Don't take any wooden nickels.